people doing on those toilets <laughs> to make them so loose? I swear. Maybe because they just like pull, like sit really I hard, guess. and after like 20 <laughs> years, it starts to get loose. All right, welcome to Real Talk with Realtors about real stuff, real things, and anything else we feel like talking about yeah, on our own real. podcast. So I think what we're talking about today is the some of the top things that people really misunderstand about how real estate works and what you do when you're negotiating, such as when pricing a home, well, people can always offer less, right? We'll talk about why that's wrong. Um, <laughs> and, oh, a buyer is going to want to choose their own flooring, so I'm just going to leave my concrete bare and not put any flooring in. No. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, when I bought the house, I paid for all the inspections. Why am I going to pay for them when I'm selling? Or mm -hmm. vice versa, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How come the seller isn't paying for these things? It's mm -hmm. their house. And then mm -hmm. lastly, oh, the house is going to be perfect. It's like a brand new house and there won't be one thing wrong with it. Mm, mm. That would be ideal, but uh, no. Correct. Misconception or misunderstanding number one is... People can always offer less. So say that the home is worth 550. We go in there, we show the comps, home's worth 550. We suggest 550 as a listing price. But the seller says, well, why don't we try for 600 and people can always offer less? What do you say to that? Well, unfortunately, that's probably going to net you less. So you're going, people will not, especially within the first couple of weeks. So you want to get your buyer within ideally a week and that's when you're gonna get the highest and best price. Yeah. So if you're up at 600 and the comps show 550, people are savvy. I mean, we've got Zillow and oh, all yeah. these online things that people understand the market. So if you're that high, one, they probably aren't even gonna get in there and look at it. Mm -hmm. If they do get in there and look at it, they're not gonna write a low offer right off the bat. Right. What you want is to have the buyers fighting over the price and bid it up. So our suggestion is to list it at 550 and hopefully, no guarantees, of course. <laughs> Hopefully what will happen is the buyers will recognize the value and what a nice and beautiful home you have, and then they'll just fight with each other and the price will go up. Yep. That's typically what I say. And the longer it sits on the market, the lower the price typically is. So the yeah. faster it sells. And people, another thing they say is, well, we're not in any hurry. <laughs> well, you kind of are, and only because the longer it sits, the lower the price. So if you don't care if you get a lower price, then it's okay to not be in a hurry. Because yeah. I'm not in a hurry. Right. It's up to them. Right. But, but I think everybody's goal is to get the highest and best price. So yes. to get the highest and best price, you have to be competitive. And then let the games begin and the buyers fight over it. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Well put. Here's another one that I'm curious about. I know what I say I guess in this, but I want to know what you would say in this mm, too. In the hot seat again. Yeah, you're in the hot seat again. So if, and I've come across um, a couple of people that have said this before. So if the house needs like new floors, for instance, and we're saying you're going to net more money if you put floors in, there's white carpet everywhere. Just slap some nice LVP in there. You'll get your money back, you know, tenfold over. The home will sell faster, et cetera. But then they say, well, the buyer is going to want to pick it. Or what if I just give a credit for the floors and let the buyer pick their flooring? Right, right. Well, there's a reason why builders have these beautiful um, model homes with all this fancy furniture in it because that's what sells and gets people excited. Mm -hmm. They take all that stuff out of there eventually, but that's really what helps sell the home for the highest and best price. So 
It for me, it depends on if the house is going to be vacated anyway. Yeah. So if it's not, then it might be a different situation to replace all of the flooring. Um, yeah. In that particular scenario. If it's going scenario. to be vacant, then yes, I would recommend. And honestly, for me on flooring, like that example, it's, it'll depend on how bad it really looks. I mean, it might yeah. just, you might be able to get it cleaned, but um, buyers don't want to come in and see this thing they have to do. Right. And they don't have the vision. 80% of the public does not have the vision to see what it's going to look like. That's why we stage. Yep. That's why we do all the things. So um, I would say if the house is going to be vacant, put the flooring in. If it's if it's really bad, then it needs to be replaced. You just go with something neutral and everybody's going to love it and you're going to get a higher price for it. Like you said, you're going to get your money back and probably then some. Yeah, definitely. It helps it sell faster and the faster it sells, the more money. Right. Gets. I mean, we, we typically don't recommend like replacing, remodeling kitchens and bathrooms or anything like that. Um, but anything you may plan to give a credit for anyways, it's probably better just to do it up front if you can. Right. Oh, the carpet's filthy and bright orange and it's been there since 1970 we're just going to give a credit no no because it will be such a um objection yeah even it's the stager says out. don't have a garbage can in the like that you can see or like the toilet bowl cleaner next mm-hmm. to the toilet bowl because it makes people think of work and something they have to do yeah you just want it to seem like they're in disneyland yeah <laughs> Pretty clean, (laughs) moving ready. The buyers already have a lot going on. They already have to pick Mm -hmm. up and move. They're spending all this money. It's just easier if they can just move in and not have to think about all the work of replacing floors, et cetera, et cetera. And plus, they might not even have the time to replace the floors. Like a lot of people, especially buyers who like have a lease coming up, they buy and they move. So if they have to put floors in, that that is a huge issue. Um, Okay, cool. But on that last note, it really is going to depend on the flooring. So if you're thinking of selling and you've got some tile floor that you don't like, we're probably not going to tell you to pull up the tile floor because that is a lot of work. It just depends on the ease of the replacement. Yes. Agreed. example. Agreed. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Misconception number three is when I bought this home, I paid for all the inspections. So why are you, Brandy Laffins, telling me <laughs> to, to buy my own inspections on my own home? So inspections are going to run you anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars, depending on oh, sewer, my gosh. septic, all of that. Right? It's so expensive. It is. You know, it's everything's expensive right now. Yeah. So. But here's the good news. The good news is, is the reason why you're doing that is to minimize the buyer backing out. So otherwise the buyer has 17 Mm -hmm. days to do all of those inspections. And if they find one thing they don't like, it could be a loose doorknob, they can back out. (laughs) And, and we've had one where somebody, um, we found out during the pre-inspections that the roof needed to be replaced and got five offers. Nobody wanted the roof replaced negotiated that up front they just said we'll take the roof the way it is yeah. but had they gotten been the one that was picked and gotten 17 days into the escrow they would have probably had to ask the seller to pay for it and now the seller is sort of in a corner mm-hmm. they really are going to have to pay for that roof most likely so yep. that way you know if there's any big ticket items that need to be negotiated right up front when you're negotiating the price so yes. getting those inspections up front just makes everything a little more smooth yeah. And it, not to mention like the emotional turmoil of 
having those huge surprises two weeks in Mm -hmm. when buyers committed, sellers committed, and now you have this huge hurdle, 10 to $15,000 worth of work to overcome in an already stressful situation. It's better to just mitigate that before you hit the market, before the stress really starts. And it doesn't freak out the buyer as much too. You think with a way more clear head about it. Yeah. 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 They already know. Exactly. So I I get inspections. And then on the flip side of that, when buyers do end up paying for inspections, they're like, why hasn't the seller paid for the inspections? Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I think they should have, <laughs> yes. but they didn't. So now you need to do that, or you can ask them to pay for inspections yeah. in the offer. If, if you you're not to. competing. If you're not, if you're competing, you can ask for beep, beep. <laughs> no, you don't want to ask for, and I think I work with a lot of buyers and a lot of first-time home buyers, and they seem to know that. Like they never really bring up that. I just say, okay, when we get into escrow, you're going to pay for XYZ inspections. It's going to be X amount and they never question it. So if I have buyers that they're the only offer and it's on well and septic, I will usually recommend, why don't we ask the seller to pay for well and septic and then you guys can pay for the rest. But at the end of the day, I think that sellers should get them up front. It saves so many headaches. So many headaches, saves the seller money almost every single time and it saves the emotional roller coaster. Mm And yeah. your buyer feels more certain about what they're purchasing right off the bat. Yep. And less, less chance likely to cancel. of yeah, canceling, changing their mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're very passionate about this one. Yes. It's I hope tough. other agents out there listen to this and start doing it more yeah. often. Because right. there's a lot of agents that don't, you know, ask their sellers to do it. Because the sellers are already doing a lot. It's one more thing to ask for. But if you explain it the way we did... It's like, it makes sense. The seller's always like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Is they're afraid they're maybe not going to get the listing because they're asking them to pay for extra Mm -hmm. stuff. Look, we're the professionals. We know how this situation goes. Yep. We've been there, done that. This is the best thing for all involved. So, and they'll respect you for being honest, your professionalism and your professional opinion. I mean, yeah. And in the long run, it's going to most likely save them money or make them more money. So that's what our job is all about. Um, okay, next one is the last one. This is from a buyer. The oh, I guess the last one was from a buyer too, actually. So number four, the house will be perfect. So I'm thinking of this in two ways. Some buyers think that the sellers did everything before putting it on the market and mm-hmm. it's going to be perfect, no repairs, nothing. And then there's the buyers who think like there were repairs done during escrow and then they think that the house is going to be perfect when they move in. Then you move in and maybe the cabinet doesn't function as well as you thought. And there's like other little things going on. Right. Or just normal homeownership stuff that six months down the road, I always tell everybody, we're going to start getting calls as soon as it first rain of the year, something's going to (laughs) happen with the roof. Well, the roof was fine in June because it was June and they did an inspection and there was nothing that showed up. So these things just happen. Um, And that is why you get, you mentioned earlier, that's why you get a um, home warranty. Yes. But the house, there's no, I have sold brand new million plus dollar homes that have two pages worth of stuff wrong with them. It depends on the inspector. You're always going to have something on the inspection. So there's never going to be a clean and clear report. No. It's it's impossible. Um, And if you do have one, maybe you should get a different inspector. Right. Good point. (laughs) So, but I think one of the things that comes up too is when the inspector says, well, this isn't to code, Mm -hmm. like not having a GFI or ungrounded wiring. I mean, that's how a lot of homes in Chico were built. That was a, it, it wasn't to code at the time because 
the code wasn't required. Yes, the code was different. <laughs> right. So or not there. the seller is seller, quite frankly, is not obligated to repair one thing. Right. The buyer can back out and go. They are not obligated. It doesn't matter if it's to code or or even if the city says you have to do this, that they don't have to. Yeah. Um, most of the time they do the things that people will want, which is their electrical to be working, the plumbing to be working, to have a roof over your head that's functioning. Mm-hmm. All HVAC. the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heating and air is always good. Sewer line, septic and well. sewer line, yeah. But all the little things on the whole house inspection that start to get picky, it's like, eh, let's focus on the big right. health and safety, big ticket items. Right, the, stuck, the drawer sticks, the window. Oh, that comes up a lot, the glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has a broken seal. Yes. It's almost every sale. A loose toilet. Yeah. What are people doing on those toilets <laughs> to make them so loose? I swear. Maybe because they just like oh, like sit really I hard guess. and after like 20 Jesus. years it starts to get loose. Seriously. <laughs> but anyway, that's a section two well. item because it can lead to it can you can cut, have some water damage from yes. that. Like it can leak and then it could cause dry rot and other issues. So therefore mm-hmm. it has to be fixed. It All should right. be fixed. I'm just kidding. That's it just the pest fixed, inspector saying that. Um, I think that's all of our misconceptions Yeah, for today anyway. I'm sure there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more. But we are here for all your questions. If like there's, if you guys think of any other misconceptions, please let us know and we're happy to talk about it, answer it. We can do like an answer video, like pin the comment and... Yeah, pin the comment. It's fun, huh? <laughs> I don't know. And how do to a do video it, responding to the comment. So let us know what other misconceptions or other questions that you have. I don't know, etc. Smart people will pin the comment. You guys will figure out how to do it. We'll figure it out. All right. Thanks. See you guys next time. Peace out.